Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Now, it's going to work like this. I'm going to do six, maybe more impressions. If he starts talking German, Vinny, we know exactly who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Merkel, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Welcome to Goats, the show that puts the G in oats. The show where each week we try to find an objective answer to a very subjective question. Which is the greatest? dot 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 before we get started just to just a reminder to tell all your friends about the show and to follow us on instagram at the underscore goats underscore pod the more listeners and followers we have the less time it will be till we can quit our jobs and wank ourselves to death oh wait (laughs) vinny's already started (laughs) (laughs) nice speaking of vinny i am as always joined by my two co-hosts vinny and michael how are you both doing? I realised how much of a massive nerd I was the other day. <laughs> Only just realised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was watching Top Gear with my son, really old Top Gear, because he loves it. Like, I'm talking like season three and that. Mm. And um, Vintage. Yeah, vi- proper vintage. Like, James May looks about like 20 years old, yeah. And the thing I noticed the most about the, the old Top Gear is how much Lord of the Rings music they use. Really? Like, they use so much Lord of the Rings, like the orchestral pieces, like Sauron's theme, like all this stuff. Like when they're blowing the car across the like track with a jet engine, Sauron's themes playing and like just and then another episode when the guy's like parachuting into a car, they're playing I think it's like the March to Helm's Deep music or something, and I'm just like noticing constantly all these Lord of the Rings themes in Top Gear. Yeah. Wow. And like every time I I'm like, Jen, look, 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 it's Lord of the Rings and she's just like doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> well, you did also bring up Lord of the Rings in both the Saru episode and the Amy episode, so... Did I? Yes. How did I do that? <laughs> you did. You brought it up in the Saru episode. I can't remember. You definitely brought it up in the Amy I, one as well. I remember, yeah. Well, yeah. it's easy to bring it up, isn't it? No. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I actually did this last week, but I didn't. I don't know why. I, did, I never mentioned it last week, but I'm still suffering the consequences. I, um, I mean, this is maybe a bit of an exaggeration, but I did what I would call pulling a Tony Ferguson, which 
probably doesn't mean much to Vinny because Vinny's not into mixed martial arts. But t- Tony Ferguson is a fighter known for having to miss fights because he injures himself in training because he'll do stuff like kick steel balls or like backflip off a beach ball onto another beach ball <laughs> and like break both what his legs. Fuck? It's he's really stupid. He's, he's really, really stupid. stupid. <laughs> um, he also refuses to train. Like he doesn't spar in training because he thinks that he only has a certain number of special moves that he'll ever do in his life, and he doesn't want to use them up in training. Yeah, like he thinks like if he attempts like a spinning heel axle kick, like he, the chances of him landing that twice are impossible, so he's got to save it for the fight. That's literally the way he does it. Yeah, and he does land some crazy stuff. Like some of his, yeah. like, there's, it's real... It's one end of the spectrum to the other. Some days he's great, sometimes he's shite. Like one day he's <laughs> yeah. kicking a steel bottle and injuring himself. The next day he's like doing a leg sweep that looks like it's from anime and everyone's like, what the fuck? But anyway, I did a Tony Ferguson. I couldn't sleep. I've been had a quite bad bout of insomnia recently. It was like three in the morning. I had enough. And so I just, without doing any stretching or getting ready or anything, I did... I don't know how many, but I did pull-ups until I felt sick. Like, I just did them and did them and... (laughs) Fuck off, three, you (laughs) bastard. It was knocking on the hundreds. Not in a row, but I would do, like, ten and then stop and do ten and then stop and just did them and did them. And I've been unable to train for the last two weeks. Just completely fucked myself. I I couldn't move my neck the first day. I just woke up. Finally mm. went to sleep. Loose woke up and was just like, <laughs> "I've just been walking around like a robot." Anyway, the moral of that story is I can do pull-ups. So, um, six, cool. V dog, <laughs> what, what, how have yeah. you been? Yeah, sweet. N- <laughs> nice. Right. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> so, it's long been known. <laughs> It's long been known that the king who kills the jester is not a king, but a tyrant. Thus is the importance of parody. For as long as humans have existed, humour has been a way to hold a mirror to the establishment, to hold them accountable for their failings and to keep them grounded. From Charlie Chaplin's 1940 masterpiece, The Great Dictator, which was allegedly watched and smuggled in by Hitler himself to watch. Of course you'd know that. I, I follow all his best work. Uh, oh, it's another Hitler cameo. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Hitler, they're always here. <laughs> to more modern films like Tropic Thunder, which punish the relentless self-absorbed nature of Hollywood and parody its own making. Parody is one of the most important genres of entertainment. But which is best? And more importantly, who's going first? Um, I'll go first. Yep, unless right. Vinny objects. All right, more cool. No, I'm fine you. with that. Seeing as I've okay. got the absolute GOAT parody film ever right here. I mean, you don't. I mean, I have it, but okay. So once I've wrapped up, you know, we might as well just cool cut early early lunch, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> early lunch at fucking eight o'clock in the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this was so easy. I didn't... I'm not even going to beat around the bush or say shit I didn't pick. I literally just picked something instantly. As soon as I saw a parody movie, I was like, oh yeah, of course. And I thought straight away to the ultimate parody movie series, Scary Movie. It's the ultimate. 
There are five movies in this line. However, some of the writers from the first movie went on to create other masterpieces of cinema, such as Superfast, which is the 2015 Fast and Furious parody, which is funny because at this point, those movies are basically a parody of themselves anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Vampires Suck. Any guesses? Oh, Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, I know. Probably. Twilight, yep. The Starving Games. Games. Yeah. yeah, and the absolute creme de la creme, the cream of the crop of these, like, parody... I don't even know what how to classify scary movie in these kind of movies. They're, like, mega parodies. Spoof films. The creme de la creme. Date movie, epic movie, meet the Spartans, and the absolute best, disaster movie. Now, Disaster Movie, funnily enough, was the first ever 12-rated movie that I ever owned. And my parents gave it to me on my 12th birthday. Because they were very strangely strict about movie age ratings when I was a kid, so I wasn't allowed to watch anything until I was old enough, is what the box said on the video. Which is weird, because then I went to my friend's house, and their parents didn't feel the same way, so I could just watch whatever the fuck I wanted. So it didn't really work. Um, looking at you, Vinny, you bad influence. But <laughs> Disaster Movie actually has another little title to its name. It has one of the worst, or if not the worst, IMDb rating on the entire website with 1.9. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible film. It's really bad. I was so disappointed when I saw that in the cinema. I was like, that was so bad. You Why saw it in the that? cinema? Yeah, I used to love like spoof movies, and that was the film that made me never like spoof movies ever again. It, yeah, like, ruined well, them for me. Luckily, I didn't actually pick Disaster Movie. I picked a different film from this category of epic, amazing parody films. And all of the five scary movie ones that I just mentioned hold a place in cinema that the place might be, you know, for over-the-top, grotesque forms of shove it down your throat, how many references and parodies we can make in the films. But... It's a place in cinema history nonetheless. Scary Movie was originally created primarily by the Wayans brothers, who famously brought us the absolute classic White Chicks. That's a fucking great movie. So Scary Movie's got pedigree. Do you know what I mean? White Chicks is its pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> now, here came the very tough choice. I got five Scary Movies. Which one am I going to pick? I could go with the classic, the original, the number uno scary movie with its iconic Waza! Waza! <laughs> sequence. I could go with Vinny's personal favourite, Scary Movie 3. Scary Movie 1's my favourite. But then I remembered that he wasn't actually hosting and I didn't need his bias. The dr I could go with the dreadful Scary Movie 5, which gave a recently um, disgraced, tiger blood loving and friend of the show, Charlie Sheen, another chance at the big time. But nah, none of those would cut it for me. The one that I chose was the first ever Scary Movie that I ever watched, and the one I have the most fond memories with. It genuinely sits in a little place in my heart, this film. And that is, of course... Scary Movie 2. Oh, yeah. 
You guys don't look very excited. <laughs> Scary Movie 2 Scary Movie 2 is the best. It's just the it's not even I... as good or one or three though. It's like But I also it's, didn't it's even all right. know I didn't right, here's I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I didn't know that those films even had plots. I just thought they were sort of a number of skits and impressions sort of no. sewn together. They well, do have a plot. Maybe if you listen to my presentation you'll be You'll be persuaded otherwise, and you'll crown Scary Movie Two as the greatest parody movie of all time. Is it as? Did it? Did it hold a mirror up to one of the greatest dictators of, of, in history? Yeah. So anyway, listen. I watched <laughs> this film when I was about nine or ten. I would say at a friend's house, of course. Like I said, I wasn't fifteen, so I wasn't old enough to watch the movie. And my first impressions were: well, it did make me laugh. But it also scared the shit out of me. I mean, it is called Scary Movie. You know, it must be pretty scary. However, when I was a little bit older and I watched it again, I realised that it's not actually meant to be scary. And so I felt just like a massive pussy. (laughs) 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 The reason I was so scared was because the movie opens with a parody of the GOAT horror movie as claimed by on this very show. The Exorcist. However, unlike the iconic horror classic, the scary movie version involves a puke fight, one of the priest's mothers being in bed with the demon, and eventually one of the priests dry-humping the demon before pulling out a gun, shooting the demon and killing it. Clearly, it's slightly different to the original film, but that's what a parody is. (laughs) Oh no! Oh. <laughs> why? why? <laughs> I don't know why you guys don't like this. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking drivel. <laughs> I'm just disappointed you didn't pick Scary Movie One because that I love that film so. I'm much, just disappointed. But, but talking about <laughs> Scary Movie One, this is where Scary Movie shines. Right? It mocks the films that it's parodying to complete ridiculousness. And talking of the film. The films that it parodies, unlike most parodies, which focus on maybe doing one or two, Scary Movie takes on a lot of movies. Like, it will do a lot of parodies in each film. The list of films that Scary Movie 2 parodies is as follows. The Amityville Horror, Charlie's Angels, Cheeks and Chong Up in Smoke, Dirty Harry, Dude Where's My Car, The Exorcist, Final Destination, House on Haunted Hill, Hannibal, The Haunting, Hollow Man, It, The Legend of Hell House, Little Shop of Horrors, Mission Impossible 2, Night of the Demons, A Nike Commercial, Paulie, Poltergeist, Poltergeist 2, Rocky, The Rocky Horror Picture Show, Rose Red, Save the Last Dance, Titanic, 2000 United States Presidential Election in Florida, What Lies Beneath and The Weakest Link. I think this is where the charm of the Scary Movie franchise is. It's spotting all these little references, although some are pretty in your face, and laughing at them ridiculously. It's not meant to be serious. It's not meant to be a good parody. That's why it's a funny parody, because that list is fucking exhausting to get through. You can't possibly keep up with it, but watching it again and again and trying to spot all the different parodies that it does, that's the funny part. South Park does it sometimes. They'll take millions of references and shove them into an episode, and it's hilarious. So Scary Movie 2 must be the GOAT. 
Now, the plot of the film is pretty loose, but there is a plot. The the teenagers from the first movie, um, they're brought to a haunted house from the beginning. So the haunted house in the beginning with the exorcist demon that the priest humps, the teenagers from the first movie are brought there to be studied by David Cross, who's in a wheelchair in this movie, which comes into play later, and Tim Curry. At the house, strange things start happening. They're greeted by a caretaker who famously has a strong hand. Or does he? This is a Mandela effect. Prime example. He never says strong hand. He never says take my strong hand. When David Cross's character is dangling from the ceiling... And he's and the caretaker is leaning over with his strong hand. He says, "Take my hand," and he's like, "No, give me your other hand," because he's dangling like his deformed hand down. And he's like, "No, my other hand's not strong enough. Take my little hand like that." But he never says, "Take my strong hand," which is the which is the quote that this movie is most famous for. I think that's really funny. That such an iconic film, they can't even get the words right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, it's, it's probably because it's quite ableist, so people just forgot, wanted to forget, you know? <laughs> <laughs> people tried to forget it. <laughs> like, if there was a scene of, like, a black guy putting his hand out the window and the guy who was falling was like, no, give me a white guy. No, that's not the joke. <laughs> The, no, the joke is he's got a disabled hand, so no one wants to touch it because it's disabled. <laughs> yeah, but he's, it's his strong hand. He doesn't say that. <laughs> he doesn't say that. <laughs> right, don't make me little... feel bad because I'm going to get hounded otherwise. <laughs> that's, like, that's like, I don't know, there's a film where there's an Uber driver and then the Uber driver turns up and he's in a wheelchair, so they say, <laughs> no, oh it's... no, can we have a different Uber driver? No, because they get to know this character. That's, that's like at the right at the end. That's like near the end. They get to know this guy. And they still and won't his, touch his, his disabled hand. hand. Yeah, because he does weird stuff with his hand. For example, they have a bizarre dinner where the caretaker fingers all the food with his hand and li- eats all the food of his hand. He's doing all this disgusting stuff. He shoves his hand up a turkey's ass and then he humps the turkey. He dry humps it and then serves it on the plates of people. So they're already like, this guy's really weird. Because he's got a disabled hand. No, because he's crazy. <laughs> he's a crazy caretaker. And he just so happens to have a funny hand. He doesn't have... God's sake. Why do I have to explain all this stuff? Seb's just trying to dig me into a hole to make me look like a dickhead. <laughs> right, I'm ignoring you, Seb. I'm moving on. So he humps the turkey, they eat dinner, and then they all go to bed. Then, here come the paranormal bits. There's a sex scene with a ghost. Someone boxes a cat and knocks it out. Then, someone has sex with a possessed clown. Then, a giant weed monster rolls up the film's iconic stoner, Shorty, and then smokes him. And he likes it, because he's a stoner. (laughs) (laughs) Then, they're locked in the house, and David Cross's character has all the keys, because they're like, what's going on? Crazy shit's happening. We need to get out of here. David's cross character has the only keys to the house, so the token fit girl of the movie tries to seduce him, offering him a blowjob, but he's not easily swayed, and instead he performs self-fellatio on himself, despite being in a wheelchair. 
is very impressive. She leaves and they don't get the keys, so they're trapped in the house. So what they do, they then decide to go and fight all the ghosts of the house. Some some shit goes down, I can't remember. <laughs> and it yeah, the plot gets very messy here. But they win. They 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 beat the ghosts. I don't know, they shoot them. There's a movie reference. And then it's like two months later. Francis from Malcolm in the Middle, he's there with Cindy, and they're like, Oh, we're all safe. But Dun, 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 the twist ending the caretaker shows up and he's like oh, I'm going to take you back to the house and they're like looking at the sky no but crisscross crisscross twist twist shorty runs him over with his car pow kills the caretaker Cindy and Francis from fucking Malcolm in the Middle are safe and then shorty gets a blowjob from a ghost in the car as he's driving away movie finishes it's a lot of Blowjobs and ghost <laughs> sex. Blowjobs, ghost sex, and reference to disabled people being a bit gross. <laughs> he's not gross because he's disabled. He's just gross. Like, he pops a pimple into the food, I'm pretty sure. He's just gross. It's got nothing to do with his hand. I know, but they said, let's make someone who looks disgusting and gross. Let's give him greasy hair and spots and give him a funny voice and buck teeth. And, oh, what can we do to make him even more disgusting? The cherry on top of the disgusting cake will give him a disabled hand. Well, I, they might have done that and that would be not very nice. But we don't know that that is the decision that they I made. I guarantee that's the decision they made. I've yeah. watched the film. Um... But anyway, the plot of the film, it's not really that important. What is important is the laughs. And this film gets a laugh. Just me talking about these scenes and not doing them justice whatsoever has got you two cracking up wildly. Has it? Yeah, at, at I you, thought, by the way. You, I thought this you. would go a bit better than it, than it has done. <laughs> Did, I mean, did you put that in your script? You were like, this is a guaranteed banger. So I'm just going to assume that they were rolling on the floor with laughter. Oh, get this. This dude gets sucked off by a ghost. It's hilarious, guys. And then, and then, and then another guy gets rolled up into a spliff and gets smoked. The iconic stoner. Absolute fucking drivel. Jesus Christ. Oh, do you remember that bit where they were really horrible to those two disabled people? Great. That's well, comedy they gold. horrible to two disabled people. Just the one, actually. No, but the whole bit about the caretaker is that he's in a wheelchair and he lifts his he's legs. He's in He is. No, the other guy, he's a scientist's assistant. Well, the, the guy who sucks himself off is the guy in a wheelchair. Yeah. And he puts the legs over his head and he holds them. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's crazy. David Cross is a very talented man. <laughs> I just, wow. Maybe the writing's just going over my head. I don't know. <laughs> that's, uh, um, what's, yeah, what's important is the laughs and the parodies and getting all the references. It really is the ultimate parody movie because they these films literally do nothing. They do absolutely nothing but parody everything. They do it in the most violent manner with no care or consideration for anything. It's just... It's absurd levels of parody. I don't think you can get more absurd, whether you love it or hate it. It's the ultimate parody films, and I actually love scary movie too and i think that it's the goat 
not even the goat scary movie. <laughs> the the greatest parody movie of all time is Scary Movie Two. <laughs> Well, it just parodies. Did you listen to that list? Whatever Vinny brings to the table, that that movie's not going to have parodied like two hundred different films. Mork, Mork, disaster film parodied a three million films. I've seen that film. Every scene's like a new parody. Look at this thing. This just came out. Let's just have this on the screen. And it's like it's not funny. It's just referencing a film that everyone knows. That's not yeah. funny though. That one's not funny. But scary movie two is funny. <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> Because you're forgetting about the ableism, Vinny. That's oh, what yeah, I'm oh Please stop bringing that up. I just didn't <laughs> think about that. I w- wouldn't have done it if I knew I was going to get annihilated for that. I don't. <laughs> I don't need to defend myself because I've not done anything wrong. I just. I just want you to know. <laughs> mm. I've never been more disappointed in a choice in the history of this show. What? <laughs> <laughs> Really? It is a parody movie. Why could it not be considered for the goat? It's just a bit shit, isn't it? They're like parody everything. What? I've done fucking Gandalf. I did the a human hand as the greatest sex toy. I thought that was actually genius. And you lot just went, no. I thought that was impressive. And now you're saying Scary game. Movie 2 is not a great parody movie. What I think is where you might have gone wrong is quantity over quality. Well, I didn't see your mum moaning. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see your mum moaning. What does that even mean? (laughs) Because I got quantity. (laughs) I've gone gone into scary movie mode. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to get rolled off into a big spliff in a minute. And suck himself off in a wheel. Iconic stoner of the show is gonna get rolled into his place. Right, why are you laughing at the iconic stoner of the show? He is, he's shorty. Shorty is the iconic stoner. Look, I understand what you're saying. I think maybe I was a tad harsh. I do think those films genuinely they do have a place in my heart. When I was like 13, 14, I used to watch clips of them on YouTube. We've all seen the bit with the exorcist where she's doing the funny V sign and pretending that she wants him to lick her fanny and then he starts doing it and blah, 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 blah. I think what it was, it was unexpected. I think it was unexpected. The best parodies are they hit you right in the face. Oh, is this a, is this like a meta thing? Is your pick like a parody? Were you like joking the whole time? Oh, sure, yeah, maybe. Does that get extra points? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, do you know what the funny thing is? Is I thought that the next bit I'm about to do would be the lowest point in the show. No! But I think Michael's... Michael's... Michael's gone lower. So, no, for the middle bit, we're doing a middle bit. We're going to move on from that 15 minutes of Michael telling the jumbled story of Scary Movie 2... (laughs) And we're going to go on to a bit that was inspired by fan of the show, Keith J. I very much doubt he's made it this far, unless Vinny cuts all of that. Um, I think Keith would fucking love my Scary Movie 2 presentation. I, just, I think in the, in the cut, it should just be Scary Movie 2. And, just, and that's why I think it's the goat. And then we'll just, um, but no, 
Keith J recently commented on our rapper episode, the greatest rapper episode, uh, the controversial episode, as we call it, that mm. I should bring back my impression of Charlie Sloth. Oh, now, no. Charlie Sloth, you'll be well, glad like to know... like that, he's going to fucking love my Skate Movie 2 presentation. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. Charlie Sloth will not be making an appearance today. Uh, but... We couldn't get him, we couldn't afford him. But impressions and impressionism is a very important part of parody. It's also one of my less utilised talents. Oh, for fuck's sake. And I thought it would be a good chance to show off my skill set as an impressionist. <laughs> to play And to play a very basic game of guess the impression. Now, it's going to work like this. I'm going to do six impressions, three mm. each. But it's going to be a bit difficult because, basically, each turn, you'll have the option to either hear the impression in context. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if I was doing Charlie Soft, I'd be like, Welcome! The sexiest fat man in the world! Find the proof! Right, yeah. Or, or if you're feeling a bit more brave... I can recite one of the top 148 lines in Shakespeare in the impression, and that gets you two points. So, right. for instance, it would be, Uneasy lies, the head that wears the crown. Yeah. Got right, get okay. you. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> first up, <laughs> they're so easy as well. They're not. They're not they're, they're well, this like depends the how that... good at impressions you are. <laughs> Yeah, the this heavily depends everyone... on you said that, by the way, not us. <laughs> They're the ones that everyone thinks they can do. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Michael, I don't want to hear you talk for a minute, so I'm going to do Vinny. Um, <laughs> Vinny, um, yep. this is the first impression. Would you like... I'll either... do the second one, please. You'd, you want... <laughs> I'll do the Shakespeare. I'll do the Shakespeare. Let's go you... for it. Okay. Be not afraid of greatness. <laughs> Come on, I know who some that is. are born great some achieve greatness others have it have greatness thrust upon them oh, this is that is easy it's terrible but it is easy it sounds like a really bad Snape impression <laughs> it's Alan Rickman <laughs> Okay, it was yeah. a bad Snape impression, that's why. <laughs> Thank God. So I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Ronald Weasley. Ronald Weasley. Okay, so. Love you so. Akio Bam. Akio Bam. Stop it, Ron. Stop. <laughs> I can quote those two videos fucking. Oh, but <laughs> Oh, this is so stupid. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay, the next one. Michael, you're up. Would yeah. you like Shakespeare? I want Shakespeare. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, crikey. Uh, mm, oh, sweet are the roses of adversity. <laughs> like the toad, ugly and venomous. <laughs> crikey. Uh, where's yet a precious jewel on its head? Oh, goodness. Oh. What? I had sex with a woman in a car park. Oh, gosh. 
are you like you keep saying crikey are you like steve Irwin with tourettes <laughs> no 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 i'm, I'm, I'm posh i'm english gosh cr- crikey <laughs> you look um, rather fabulous Ooh. um i think i know it's not gonna be prince philip is it wait no. one of them no oh can i switch to the in costume one in context, no, well, Vinny's got to have a go first because I don't know if Vinny knows. Oh, is it? Is Colin Firth the guy? Oh, you're so close. You're so it, it close. Might, did Vinny. I get the wrong actor? I, I you got like... the wrong actor, but you know the genre. Yeah, I know what. I, yeah, it's not. Um, can I go again? Yeah, Hugh Grant. Yes, that's Hugh Grant. It. Hugh Grant. That's, I thought Hugh Grant, but then I was like, that sounds absolutely. <laughs> Fucking nothing like Hugh Grant. When has Hugh Grant had Tourette's and said, Crikey, why is he, has he got mega dandruff? Why is he scratching his head so much? He always does that. He plays with his hair. Crikey, I had sex in a car park. What are you talking about? How I knew it was just posh, like posh English and he's like, he's bumbling. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing I thought was Hugh Grant, but then I was like, that's not fucking Hugh Grant. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Got the wrong guy. <laughs> okay, so, Vinny, you're up next. Okay. Um, Shakespeare or no Shakespeare? This is just give me Shakespeare. Okay. Um, <laughs> on those two points. Okay, there's a there's a facial element that oh, listeners won't be able to tell. Yeah, I'll full, oh, I'll full screen you. I'll full screen you. <laughs> there you go, full screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gosh. Uh, oh, how- oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she had already got it. It's Kira Knightley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Knightley. Chin, of course. <laughs> oh, see, I would not have known who the fuck that was. How did you get that, Kira Knightley? It's my best impression. Is gosh, I, I actually look quite pretty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I've never. I forget. I've never seen. Love. The last, the last two people have been from Love Actually, haven't they? Yeah, the last three. <laughs> oh, was, oh, yeah, was Alan Rickman in? Yeah. <laughs> Severus Snape's in love, actually. Yeah, he's a bastard. He's a bastard. He cheats on his wife. Okay. Uh, Mork, you're up next. Shakespeare or no Shakespeare? Shakespeare. I, okay. <laughs> Give every man thy ear, but few thy voice. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, walk. <laughs> Do you have easy. any idea what that is? I know it's a really bad impression of something. I, I I, that's what I'm thinking, but I'm like, it can't oh, come be that on. bad. Just, just go for it. Nothing can come of nothing. <laughs> Are you trying your hardest to do Arnie there? Are you actually yes. trying your hardest to do Arnie? Because yes. that is awful. Was he in love, actually, as well? That is your worst <laughs> one so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. That was I so bad. This. this is my favourite okay. little bit of all time. <laughs> Why can't you just do, get to the chopper? <laughs> when did Shakespeare ever say that? <laughs> but it's Shakespeare. But if you said context, that's what I would have said. Give me a Shakespeare line. I did. What's the one with um, to be or not to be? That is to the be, question. I'm, I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at it now. To be. <laughs> you sound. To <laughs> be. You sound like Jar Jar Binks. Meet. <laughs> Meet. I'm not afraid of greatness. 
I didn't even put Jar Jar Binks down. Oh no, he's, he's one of my best. He's one of my best impressions. Okay, Vinny. Yo, you're up next. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare, Shakespeare or no? <laughs> if you get this and I get my next one, we're both tied on maximum points, and then he's going to be forced to do another impression. Can't wait. <laughs> How far that little candle throws its oh, beams. it's Chris Walken. <laughs> the bad impression of Chris Walken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. What was your context? The, the, the watch story? Would that have been the yeah, watch story? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. It been yeah. You know, my fa- your father put this watch up his ass. Ass? Why is something so flamboyant? <laughs> <laughs> like a gay man from the 80s or something. <laughs> okay. Michael. Yeah. Uh, Shakespeare or no Shakespeare? Obviously Shakespeare. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay. The legacy, above all, to twine thyself be true. The robbed that smiles steals something from the thief. Oh. <sighs> This is actually difficult because you're either doing it really well or so badly that it could literally be anyone. Small. <laughs> hmm. Is it? Is it Tom Hardy? No. Damn. Could you do it again for me, please? Okay. <laughs> I'm losing it. Give me a sec. Easy. <laughs> easy lies the head that wears the crown. Uneasy lies the crown. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a line because I'm struggling here. I need to say the line. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Ah. Oh. My name is. Harry Kane. No, it's um. Harry Kane. What's his name? It's um. Oh. Can I just shout out if I get it? Michael Caines. No, Michael Caine. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna say that's equal points for everyone. Um, because there was, we got lost a little bit there in the impression. So I'm going to say you're on equal points, mostly because I want to do this tiebreaker. Now I think this yes. is the best impression I've got, but I can only say one word. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I think you'll get it. Mm. Are you ready? Kalushi. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? You know that dude from Game of Thrones, like? Oh yeah, Kalushi. yeah. yeah. Kalushi. <laughs> Kalushi. No. Is it just, just shout it out if you know the answer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? That's, a goat. That's an actual goat. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, P. Yeah. Yeah, P. Do it again. I don't know. What the fuck is I that? I really don't know. We That's run this town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Young Hover. Oh my god, it's Jay is that Jay Z? Yeah. That's no, what Jay Z sounds like. That is yeah. uh, That's not yeah. what Jay Z sounds like. That is. It <laughs> no, is. Get, <laughs> get a clip of Jay Z saying yeah. Cheer. 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 He says it with like a J. He doesn't sound like a goat. Cheer. <laughs> 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 No, you gotta say J. 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 Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> All right, can we just move on from this? <laughs> no. I can't take the victory for that. That was so bad, Seb. I think we all lost it. <laughs> we all lost that. <laughs> okay, well, after one of the worst first bits and easily the worst middle bit we've ever had. Not the worst first bit. I was awful. Uh, Vinny, do you want to? Do you want to go ahead? You got a timer? He could probably pick a turd and he'd beat me, wouldn't he? In your mind, Seb. Yeah, I got a timer, B. So, Scary Movie 3. Hands <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest sequel to the greatest movie ever. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So, when I thought of Goat parody film, I literally thought instantly, like Mork, Instantly, an answer came to my head, and that answer—well, it wasn't scary movie. <laughs> You'll be happy to know. It was date movie. <laughs> it was American Psycho. Now, I was really keen to pick American Psycho because I—I've seen the film so many times. I could literally quote like eighty percent of the script. I'm—I'm I'm obsessed with it. It's like my joint favorite comedy film of all time. Absolutely love it. But just to be safe, I did look up what a parody film is that the actual definition and the definition is a film that mocks or uh, spoofs other films or another film genre now american mm. psycho does parody yuppie culture and it does it extremely well and one day i mm. will fucking talk about american psycho on the show because i i fucking love that film so much but it doesn't it's not a parody film let's be honest Oh, the worst bit is, with that fucking start from my club, I would have given it to you in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, America's like, it's not a comedy, it's not a comedy, is it? Really? No. Oh, it's 100% a comedy. It's a comedy if you've, if you've got a dark sense of humour. I've actually found out, I've realised that it's a litmus test of like how dark a sense of humour you have is how much of a comedy you think it is. I've got a really dark sense of humour there, but I didn't find it funny. Maybe I was just, it's, I've only seen it once, so maybe I was just blown away by it, that was the thing. It's one of the funniest films I've ever seen in my life, to be honest. Oh, maybe I'm an absolute wet wipe. I find it quite funny. I, yeah. But then I think there's like a humour in the sort of grossness of it. It's very dry. Very, It's very dark. Yeah. And it's also like very real. Like the whole bit, the, the scene with the cards I always think of. The business when they're cards. Like, Such a good they're scene. They're sliding the, the business cards and he's like talking about all the fonts. Impressive. Very nice. I guess it is funny, yeah. I think because I've only seen it once, I don't know what my reaction is. I'm not horrified by it. I'm not scared by it. I'm not like, yeah, laughing. I'm just, I was in awe of it at first because it was so deep, I felt. But I guess it is funny, yeah. Michael, you once told me that you had sex in front of a mirror and did the American Psycho muscles to yourself. (laughs) You point at the mirror and, ugh. Did I I I tell you that? Yeah, you did tell me that. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did I actually? <laughs> yeah, you told me that. I swear on my life. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's cats out of the bag now. Oh, well. <laughs> Crikey. Man, I've never seen you go that red. <laughs> I'm just going to turn my heater off. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, anyway, Vinny, what did you pick? 
So yeah, I didn't pick American Psycho, but I realised my other favourite comedy film of all time that I've also seen three million times and can quote like 90% of the film verbatim. That actually is a parody film. And that film is Edgar Wright's 2007 flick Hot Fuzz, which is a parody of cop films. Thank so you it ticks that God. box. Oh, I should have done Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> There's a lot of things he should have done. <laughs> Scary Movie 2 wasn't one of them. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you know, that was a bad pick. <laughs> fuck you, Chris Walken. <laughs> hey, man. That's not a very nice thing to say. Yeah, you shouldn't say that, man. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, um, so to talk about a par- what makes a parody film so good, you have to talk about what it's referencing, the reference material. So obviously Hot Fuzz is parodying cop films, especially those from like the 90s and noughties. And those films were all bombastic. Explosions everywhere. The guy comes in, he fucking guns down all the baddies, all the drug dealers. He kills like a hundred people in the film. <laughs> he gets the girl and he kills like the, the English guy with the scar on his face because it's always <laughs> an English guy who's the bad guy in these American films. And like, you know, they're fucking balls to the wall, blood everywhere, super <laughs> gritty, hard man, big muscles and all that stuff. But obviously... Cops aren't like that in real life. Police work is nothing like that. And that's what Hot Fuzz does so amazingly. It compl- Instead of parodying it in the sense that it makes it way more ridiculous and turns it up to 11, it does the exact opposite. It turns mm. the entire genre up on its head and it basically says, like, right, actually, police work is a lot of just waiting around in your car, waiting for crime to happen. It's a lot of paperwork. (laughs) It's boring. It's mundane. It's terrible. It's not very exciting at all. Especially in the setting, like in Britain. I was about to say, like, it's funny because I can't think of a film that is more uniquely, like, I'm sure it has mass appeal. It's an amazing film. Loads of people love it. But I feel like for people growing up in rural Devon, or just growing up in Devon and the West Country, that film hits differently in yeah. how oh, perfect yeah. of a representation it is. Like, I yeah. wonder what it's like to watch not from one of those, because I bet there's bits, and I'm sure you'll come on to this, but I bet there's bits in Hot Fuzz that you think, if you weren't from Devon, you would think were a joke. Yeah, but, but they are, are real. so, so accurate. Yeah. Like the scene with the, the farmer, he's got this super deep, like, West oh, Country yeah, accent. Yeah, and yeah. 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 <laughs> That's yeah, so 100%. Like, I, I know people who talk that way. Yes, That's not yeah, even yeah. that exaggerated. Like, And actually, the funniest bit is in that film when he's talking in the accent, I remember being able to slightly understand what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is an accurate representation of what that accent is. And yeah. that's why it's so funny. My favourite scene in the whole film is when they have, like, the three translators. Oh, the dog. <laughs> and he's like, why do we need a sniffer dog? And he's like, not for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Hot Fuzz does the exact opposite. It shows how police work is super boring and mundane. And it shows it throughout the film. There's loads of scenes of them just doing paperwork. But... It's not boring when they do it in Hot Fuzz because Edgar Wright 
the director of this film and other things like Shaun of the Dead and Spaced, he has an extremely recognizable editing style. It is fucking balls to the wall. It's fucking sound effects. Fucking zoom in, zoom out, pan out. <laughs> so like, you know, the main character, Sergeant uh, Angel, is doing paperwork. He's just writing, but it's like... Dun, 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 dun. It's like fucking... It's funny because it's like, it's something so boring, but he's like overly edited it to the fuck. So it's just funny yeah, as fuck. Yeah. Um, so when Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright came up with the idea to to make a satirical buddy cop film. They took their sweet time with writing the script. In fact, it took them 18 whole months just to come up with the first draft of the script. Mm. 18 months. Damn. Yeah, they really took their time on it. And I think that time was so well spent because I genuinely believe Hot Fuzz has the best script of any film, comedy or otherwise, any film that I've ever seen. It is so tightly woven and so expertly written. It, every time I watch it, it blows my mind. I, I discover new things every time I watch it. And I've, I've already seen it like 30 times in my life. It's insane how like jam-packed full of references to this scene, references to that, foreshadowing, you know, all this stuff built on top of each other in such a like mm. perfect way. And literally almost every jokey or one-off line comes back in the film later on. Like, for example, at the start when Sergeant Angel, who's the main character, he comes into the hotel and he's talking to the receptionist and then she 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 looks up and goes, Fascist. And he's like, I beg your pardon. And she's like, oh, it's seven down. And she's doing a crossword puzzle. It's like, ha, ah, that's, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, didn't yeah. expect that. And they're talking a bit more and then he goes, Hag. She's like, I beg your pardon. And he's like, oh, it's three across. Crossword yeah, puzzle. Yeah yeah, 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 it's funny as fuck, right? And then it fucking comes back later on in the film, in the big shootout. She runs out with a shotgun. She's like, Fascist! And then he guns her down and then, and then stands up and goes, Hag. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Got it. So good. So good. But yeah, the film is just chock full of these super clever lines that relate to the goings on and all these foreshadowings of what's to come. And like I said, to this day, I do see. I spot new things every time I watch the film. It's just so much in it. And it's two hours long. That blew my, blew me away. I thought it'd be like an hour and a half, an hour and 40. Mm, it's two long. hours long. There is zero fat in that two-hour film. That's insane. Mm. There's nothing that you could get rid of that isn't just like it, it's needed. It's perfect. It's a bit like Return of the King, the extended edition. Four hours, nothing you could get rid of. Hell yeah. Well, they did for the cinematic release, so I'm sure it was. Yeah, it was incomplete. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Are you sure about that? Not only has it got an incredible script, but it's got a completely star-studded British cast of actors. Mm. So obviously, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, they're the two main characters. But it also has Paddy Considine, Timothy Dalton. It's got Bill Nye. It's got Jim Broadbent, who... I'm actually related to, funnily enough. It's got Martin Freeman. It's got Olivia Coleman, Bill <laughs> Bailey, Stephen Merchant, Steve Coogan, David Bradley, Rory McCann, Mc McCann, who's played the Hound in Game of Thrones. If you if you've seen that, and it's oh. even got fucking Galadriel. We're bringing back Lord of the Rings again. It's got Galadriel, who's um, Sergeant Angel's wife or oh ex-wife. That's Galadriel. And it's got fucking Peter Jackson, and Peter Jackson's the guy, the Santa Claus, really? who stabs him in the hand in the little flashback. 
<laughs> yeah. That's Peter it's Jackson. also got um the girl who gets decapitated in the sports car who I can't remember what her name is, but she's quite with famous. the annoying laugh. Yeah. Yeah, she's really famous as well. Oh really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, she well, she's relatively famous. Why why are you related to that bloke? Oh, Jim Broadbent. I thought you were related to the Black Prince or something. Yeah, I am. But also I'm related to Jim Broadbent <laughs> on my dad's side. Have you ever met Jim Broadbent? No, he's like a fourth or fifth cousin or something, but it's just a I'm related so to weird. him. Yeah. Who's the most famous person you're related to, Michael? Me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got all those actors, an incredible script. The shootout at the end is genuinely one of the best shootout scenes in any film I've ever seen. I, it's fantastic. It's really well made, really well directed, it's choreographed. It catches your surprise as well, like you said, because it's parodying like explosiveness, and then it's yeah. like it's mundane the whole film, and then right at the end, it's like this epic shootout. But I think that's the that's the joke, isn't it? Though. Yeah, that is yeah. part of the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love it. But the budget of the film is twelve to sixteen million. Is that it? Blimey, it's that's not tiny, very much. Tiny, isn't it? Tiny. Yeah, that is pretty small. I didn't know it was that small. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? That is that crazy. That is wild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 Another one of my favourite things about this film is that... Do you know how, like, at the end, spoiler alert, like, it turns out the reason why the murders are all happening is because it's the Neighbourhood Watch Association, NWA, mm. yeah. and they're, they're killing off all the people they don't like <laughs> because... So stupid. They, they, yeah. They're killing off the undesirables because they're yeah. like, we want to win Village of the Year every year. Like, it's like yeah, a yeah. really stupid reason why they're murdering all these people. But like, there actually is an actual genuine crime plotline about like this person owns all this land, so like it would be like in the best interest of the supermarket owner who's yeah, like super yeah, sus yeah, yeah. to like axe that person. And Angel works it all out, and it like it makes sense. All of it makes yeah, yeah. sense just for the fact that that's not what happens. In fact, it's yeah. something even <laughs> that's dumber. That's funny. just not it. Yeah. yeah, but it's like it's a genuine thing that like it it makes sense. Like it would work perfectly in the film if they just said like, yeah, that's the plot line. If they just said yes, yeah, to that. that's the solution. Yeah, but they didn't. They were like, fuck it, no, it's just NWA. Yeah, it's just NWA killing <laughs> off undesirables. Isn't it filmed in? Is it filmed in Wells? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm there all the time for work. I go up there all the time. Um. It's where Edgar Wright uh, was born and grew up, actually. And that's really? why he filmed it there, because he knew it like the back of his hand. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fair, um... fair play. But yeah, I think I'm just going to jump straight to the conclusion. So Hot Fuzz is not only an immaculate parody of cop films, completely turning the genre on its head and praising actual realistic good police work over the ridiculous running in and gunning down everyone approach cop films tend to be about also did you know that he doesn't kill anyone in the film yeah, yeah. no one like uh angel the main character he doesn't kill a single person in what the not film. even in the shootout not even in the no, shootout he does like clever stuff yeah who does how a, do they because he's a good police officer that's it he does he he's does diligent. quite badly injure that woman who he shoots down the bear trap and it lands on his head <laughs> i mean yeah but like you have to do something to get them like incapacitated, incapacitated. but he doesn't he doesn't kill any of them also another cool thing which i found out recently is the um do you know like the 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 scene where like the guy uh pushes over the the big spike at the top of like the cathedral and it comes down and, and it falls on his head yeah so that same guy so it's obviously the supermarket guy 
he obviously lands on like the model again another funny thing the model village yeah. model mm. village the model village is a cathedral spike and it goes through his thing and that's the same spike like i didn't realize that oh because yeah, the spike falls uh... off the thing yeah yeah See what oh. I mean? Everything, everything's so like tightly woven together. It's such Damn. a genius. It's so good. It's almost as genius as the stoner getting rolled into a joint and smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I just ne- about forgotten. That Aaron Aronson was, is nearly as good as that. God, I hate you. But it's the film that keeps on giving. It's chock full of memorable lines and hilarious moments. It's brilliantly acted, brilliantly paced. And even though it's one of those films that in England, everyone who, has, who I've met absolutely loves it, I still, even that, I still think it doesn't get the recognition it deserves. Mm. Maybe more like in America, just because like, it's a 7.8 on IMDb. Like what? That blew me away. Yeah. 7.8 that's so low yeah it is weird because yeah, everyone you meet is like that. oh i fucking love hot fuzz but it's not like when you think of greatest comedy movies of all time you think of like i don't know Step Brothers, scary movie 2 hot fuzz doesn't really come in there that often does it no <laughs> i'd say no to all of that <laughs> no i don't think it does <laughs> but yeah I, I think i'm in my point it's a fantastic film fantastic film Wow, I like that. Wow, Sam, yeah, you've got well, a tough I decision, think... mate. <laughs> yes, both both really good picks. Um, on the one hand, obvious and shite, and on the other, surprising and good. Um, I wouldn't I have thought what it will be. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of Hot Vaz as a parody, but it absolutely is a parody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it's a parody that's close to all of our hearts. And I think it's also like that thing of, I think it hits particularly deep because um, that's where we grew up. And those characters are very like obvious and no, like even the fucking, the local reporter who gets the thing fall on his head. Yeah. He's such a depiction of that local, like the guy yeah. who used to turn up and fucking take pictures of the school fate or whatever. Yeah. Like they always had the camera with the big yellow straps that said the brand on it mm. and like a leather jacket and everyone would be like, oh, he's a photographer, you know? Um, <laughs> but, you know, and it, it's an amazing film. I think it's, you know, not just one of the great parodies, but one of the greatest films, probably. I, I, I really love Hot Fuzz. Um, but, unfortunately... Is it better than a stoner being rolled up into a giant spliff and smoke? <laughs> yes, it is. So, <laughs> Vinny, Hot Fuzz, you've won. Hot Fuzz is without a doubt the greatest parody film of all time. I couldn't have picked a better choice myself. Um, even if it had been The Great Dictator, I think Hot Fuzz still could have won. Um, and not just because I like Hitler. Um, but... <laughs> he said it. He said it. <laughs> He finally admitted it. Yes, got him. Well, this episode, which has been a parody of Normal Goats, because Scary Movie 2 should have won. You're a parody. You're a fucking joke, mate. I didn't know that that Vinny was going to do something good. So, if I'd known... You You didn't know Vinny was going to put any effort in whatsoever. I put effort in, like I said to you in the breaks. That's the worst bit about it. I was writing it normally. I was just writing it like a normal script that I always do, is researching the film and about its backstory and everything else. And I was like, this is good, yeah. And then, as I was reading it like... I was like, 
oh, <laughs> I, you know, I filled it with funny anecdote stories about my life, and I was like, maybe this is shit. But not because I'd done it shit, because it's just a shit movie. <laughs> and you can't polish a turd. <laughs> I, I genuinely think, so, so I'd say Scary Movie 1's the best Scary Movie. I'd say hands down. And then I'd say, I wouldn't even say Scary Movie 2 is the second. I'd say Scary Movie 3 is better than 2. <laughs> then I'd say 2, maybe, and then 4. And then all of the rest are complete garbage. So Michael picked the third best <laughs> shit film. <laughs> <laughs> Scary Movie 1's... I, I still think Scary Movie 1's a good film. In fact, I remember once I was watching Scream with my friend mm. around Halloween. We got like 10 minutes into it, and the whole time I was seeing like... Oh yeah, I remember this bit from Scary Movie. I remember when Scary Movie like parodied this scene. I remember this bit, and I, I turned to him and I said, "Do you want to just watch Scary Movie One?" And he was like, "Yeah, right." We <laughs> <He> just turned <laughs> yeah. off and watched Scary Movie One instead. And I loved it. <laughs> yeah, because Scream is a parody of the slasher genre, but Scary yeah. Movie is just a parody of Scream, which just does it way better because it's just so much more funny. Yeah, yeah, it's it's more of a comedy, whereas Scream's it, it, Scream's kind of just a it's just a regular slasher film, really. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's big for the time, but it's it's not that good. Really. I don't think Scream's aged that well. No, I don't think so. I don't think Scary Movies aged that well, or Scary Movie Two with all the ableism. So, on this fucking note, let's end the show. Hot Fuzz is definitely the greatest parody of all time, and that's that. Next week is Goat Fictional Mentor or Goat Woman or something. Goat Female <laughs> Icon. Goat Woman. Um, <laughs> Your mum. Yeah, I got your mum. She's fucking so good at sex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is shit. Right. So, yeah, come back next week for the goat fictional mentor. And in the meantime, go back and listen to our back catalogue, which is on Patreon ad-free. Or don't do it ad-free and pay us all that money. Uh, Speaking of Patreon, you can sign up for just £5 a month. And, you know, when Michael loses his job because he's a horrible ableist, um, (laughs) at least he'll have some money to pay for his kid. Um, On that note, see you next week. I don't know. Love Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.